Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 134. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. You're wanting to keep taking notes. I'm like, let's just record. Let's go. <laughs> we got it figured out. It's good enough. <laughs> Hope you're all having a great day. I'm really excited about today's topic. We're talking about breaking the rut. Uh, what do you write down? With fall activities or autumn activities. I need to hear this. I need this for myself because... I feel like the fall leads into, obviously, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I just get in a rut sometimes, and I forget to enjoy life, and I feel like I really like autumn, but sometimes I just don't, like, engage with it. I don't know. Is that you? Is that me, or just that doesn't make any sense or not? No, I think that makes sense. We're about a month into the new school year, and so it's easy just to get stuck into that mundane and think, well, they'll... We've got Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, but that's still like two months away. And so it's easy to kind of just get into that Eeyore dreariness. And so instead, we're going to provide you with some easy ideas of things that you can do to inject some fun into the now. Yeah. So um, the story I have for today's episode, one time we went camping at like a state park. And I hate camping at state parks where everybody has their own little slot and everybody has to you know, just deal with their neighbor and whatever. Um, But uh, we went one time. You did not go. I don't know why. I'm sure you're pregnant with another kid. I was pregnant and not willing to sleep on the ground. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, (laughs) So I went with my brother and uh, sister-in-law and all of our kids. I don't remember how many kids we had. It didn't matter. Just just a mob of children and chaos. And we went to the state park and we were camping. Um, and I know some people love that stuff. Ugh. I'd rather just go out in the field just where no, nothing, nothing's there. Anyway, so I do not like camping at where they say you can't do this or you know you have to do this or there are signs posted. Ugh. So <laughs> it's my own issues. I know, I know. So um, we can't. We made it through the night. We got everybody bedded down. It was okay. We made it through the night. Um, somehow... Um, there was mosquitoes, I think, in uh, my brother's tent. And so my sister-in-law, Holly, she decided, you know what? I, I'm just sick and tired of these mosquitoes just eating her up. And she decided like 5 a.m. or, you know, 4.30 in the summer, it'll start to get a little bit light. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep in the vehicle just to get a few more hour, you know, an hour or two of better sleep, right? Well, she goes to the vehicle, and I don't know what happened. There was some miscommunication. Couldn't find the keys in the dark. Anyway, the car alarm started going off. And it wasn't just, oh, the car alarm went off for five seconds or 10 seconds. It went off for like minutes to the point where people in other tents and other <laughs> other things were yelling at us. <laughs> <laughs> of course, our kids were wide-eyed after that, you know, after the car alarm. Anyway, it's a funny story we have because we got out of there. We grabbed everything and just <laughs> chucked it in the vehicle. And uh, that's the last time that I went camping at one of those kind of places. <laughs> and I do remember you all returning like really early, much earlier than we had planned. And you're like, yeah, we had to leave before like the mobs came to get us because of the car alarm. So anyway, so now that's all kind of brought to light because we are planning another 
like probably first one since then camping trip with your brother and sister-in-law. And so, but now instead of having like toddlers and preschoolers, we have teenagers, we've got middle schoolers, and then we've got all the way back down to preschool. Um, So it'll be a new adventure. And I'm sure we'll have some stories to share on the podcast. Everyone is all keyed up about it. So it'll be good. (laughs) They are. They're all keyed up. And Justin, just to highlight his like antisocial behavior is already planning his excuses for why he can't stay to work (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we're gonna go through are you gonna stay huh are you gonna stay i reckon i will if we've got all those kids out there somebody needs to be the responsible adult um so you know we've been talking a lot about being present and being in the moment so it's not really how fantastic an experience is, like how much money you spent or how outlandish it was or how much preparation went into it. But sometimes it's just deciding we're going to do this and we're just going to be fully present and thinking about it, not like stress out about what else needs to be happening, but just we're going to make this choice to enjoy this together. So I'm excited because I need, I need this activity. Ready, <laughs> set, go. So Justin found actually a really long list of activities on the realsimple.com website. So we're going to share some of those. Starting out, I always think about fall activities being outside. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a beautiful time where we live. It can get really just hot and sticky in the summer. So when fall comes and the temperatures drop some and there's some relief from all the humidity, it's just a you just want to be outside. And I know there's people from all over the world listening, so thank you, and I hope you have a great fall and autumn. If you don't have fall and autumn, and you're one of those places, those sad places that don't have four seasons, I sympathize with you. I've lived in those places before. (laughs) So maybe you can go find a fall or autumn place. (laughs) So the first thing we did yesterday, we actually had to drop something off for a lady, and she lives, like we live in the country, she lives in a in the country, and so we had to take all these little country back roads to get to her. We were just looking at the leaves, which are just starting to change colors now. Um, you can actually look just like on a weather map kind of thing, and it shows you like about when the leaves in your area will start changing. But just taking the time to observe and look, and we've done things when the kids were smaller, like, okay, who can go find a yellow leaf? Who can find a red leaf? Who can find a green leaf? Whatever. Uh, but sometimes it's just saying, we're, we're just going to go look at the beauty of the leaves right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always did that growing up. It was just something we did. Um, it says going out, go apple picking. A lot of people, and you might not have apples where you are, or maybe you do. A lot of people have a lot of fruit trees throughout the year that they don't pick or don't want to pick all of it. And so if you can find those, we have um, near my parents, their neighbor has huge apple tree loaded this year. Did you see it this yesterday Not yet, but I heard about yeah it. yeah so it's loaded down so here's here's what I'd say about fruit picking just in general it can be a lot of fun you invite everybody to come and you pick fruit and then if you can have a quick way to process it that's the key because you get all this fruit and then you're like well, what do I do with this this is gonna be a lot of work so when you plan fruit picking start from beginning to end, which is processing, like, how am I going to process this? Maybe you're going to throw them on a dehydrator at the end. You can just take a slicer. You can do all kinds of different things. But if you plan from beginning to end of how you're going to process the fruit, it's so much fun. Our kids love it. I mean, our kids are excited about that. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And last year, this is funny, our oldest got into making jams and jellies and selling them. So he paid his siblings to go pick the apples from that same tree. And then depending upon the weight that they brought back, he paid them so that he could then use all of those and have more than what he could pick on his own to make jams and jellies later, which is a great thing. Like, it is... Um, a great idea talking about preservation. If you will uh, peel, core, and slice your apples, then you can freeze those. And then on another day, when you can't go outside and the weather's nasty or whatever, you can thaw them out and you can bake with them. So you can make all kinds of cakes. You can make jams and jellies. So it's not that you have to do all of that activity. Like you don't have to go from picking it in the tree to topping off a new can of jelly with a bow in the same day Um, but just have in mind like how am I going to be able to store this and then that's an activity for a whole nother day what you actually create with those apples yeah well said those miserable rainy fall days or winter days and you're just tired of looking at everybody you start a project like that oh and then you start the story hey you remember when we picked all these how much fun we had blah 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 oh such good times so and this is a fun little thing if you'll write on the ziploc bag like if you're freezing and you write something about the day we do that even like if we put up corn you know like just a little what was happening the day that we put the corn up then later on when we pull it out of the freezer and I'm cooking supper I'm like oh I remember that summer day when we were doing this so it's kind of fun so I'm um, man we're gonna have to hurry up we're not gonna make it we just made a scratch on our list um a lot there's a lot of places around here that have like fall pumpkin patches or corn mazes or something I don't like any of that junk but your kids probably will <laughs> and your wife might I don't know does she <laughs> I like those kind of things. Um, so, you know, scheduling a visit, and, and a lot of that goes with the apples, too. There's, you know, you pick apple farms and that kind of thing that you can just pay to get a bag of apples that you don't have to worry about putting up because it's just enough for your family to eat there immediately. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'll run a race. We're actually going to run one in a week. Yes. Our kids are. It's a kid's race, but they're going to run, and we're going to train after we record podcast. Yes, and our it's a it's a child's race, so you have right. to be twelve and under. So our older kids are already planning like who's going to coach the younger kids right. so that everybody can be involved in the activity. Yeah. We talked about taking a drive in the country. Um, another thing, though, is even you know if you're looking at getting away for a few days, renting a cabin um, or a campsite, like what we talked about in just a different place sometimes leaving what's just your very small perimeter of home and being in a different location could just be fun right um also it says plant bulbs in your garden for next spring i am not to that level um you can plant a lot of stuff you can plant garlic you can plant strawberries right now transplant them and you can have a lot of success with a lot of things that are planted in the fall so they can root just enough before a hard freeze um and they can actually start producing for you so I've looked at garlic before, but I've kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know how garlic would do here. So I need to try it. I'm going gl- I'm to just go buy a little bit of garlic and maybe plant it and see how it works. But even like your rose bushes, there's a lot that needs to be, if you are wanting to make those changes, fall is the season to do them in. Right. And this is not on a list, but if, yeah, any kind of landscaping stuff to transplant, it's always better to do it in the fall. Now, the problem is the selection is not as good in the fall. 
But any kind of thing, like edible or non-edible, roses, like you said, anything, it's much better to plant. They're a lot less stressed in the fall than they are in the spring because of the heat. So other activities that you could do with kids could be really simple things like making a pine cone bird feeder. You know, we've gone collecting pine cones and then put a little bit of peanut butter and bird seed on them and then hang them up outside um, or have a picnic. It could be your regular lunch that you were already going to eat, but you just throw down a blanket outside and eat it there. Our kids get so keyed up about that. And I'm like, okay, not that hard. We can make this happen. Yeah. Uh, it says jump into a leaf pile. This is one of those things I'm always like, oh, these leaves, I need to get them out of here. There's an oak tree in the corner of our property. When it gets rid of it, its leaves, it just takes up like the whole portion of the yard, you know? And instead of this year, instead of being like, well, I need to get those leaves out, it's just like, I just need to enjoy it, you know? Just let the kids, they pile them up, they plow into each other, they jump on each other, they jump on the leaves, you know, it's a great time. So I just need to enjoy that. Um, activities besides making piles and jumping on them that you can do with other people you know it is a good time and even with a lot of the covid stuff a lot of the regulations are saying it's different if you're outside it's different if you've got you know a social distance so you could still have people over and have a bonfire for instance if you're in the kind of location that you can do that safely right because something with fire (laughs) people and fire just like oh yeah let's just build a fire and whatever in the summer, fires are just like yuck, you know, because you're already sweating and nasty, and then you just stand there over a fire. That's brutal. But something changes in the fall with a fire, you know. You don't think sp- I don't think spring in a fire, even though it's the same temperature. You know what I mean? Right. I don't believe. Well, boy, I can't wait for spring. I can go build out, build a bonfire. <laughs> but something about fall, autumn, and a fire. So go out and start a fire safely. Uh, we have a big bonfire that we need to to light. This is going to be a working bonfire to get rid of stuff, but. It's going to be pretty cool. And like there's something magical that happens to hot dogs if you have a bonfire. (laughs) Like my kids will not want to eat hot dogs. And then I'll say, well, I'm going to let you do a campfire. And suddenly it's an all out dash to see who can find the best hot dog stick out in the field. And then they come back in and put a hot dog on it and let them roast it themselves over the fire. And they're like, oh, that was so fantastic. (laughs) So true. So true. Okay, let's move on to food. Um, let's see, uh, any of this stuff, like you talked about, eight apple pies, uh, pumpkin pies, uh, butternut squash, like winter squash, uh, soups, you get all that stuff maybe from the farmer's market or whatever. Oh, such a good time. I tell you, butternut squash, like making winter, squ- winter squash as opposed to like summer squash is, do you know the difference? I know the difference, like what they taste it. like, but I don't know how to explain yeah, the, it. The stuff that's called winter squash are the ones that hold over for the winter. So you can harvest them. Like we have a whole basket full of butternut squash, I think. And whatever we grew out there, I can't remember. We just threw the seeds out. But threw the seeds out on the ground. They they grow up, but with like squash and zucchini, summer squash, you have you can't just let them sit in the basket. They'll rot. But those will just set until like through all winter. So that's the difference. And they make wonderful, oh, so good to make soups out of them. So healthy. We need to cut those up and do that. <laughs> Anything that you can put cinnamon on. I feel like it's like appropriate for fall. Yeah. Um, so that's what we put cinnamon on butternut squash when I fix it. Okay. And I'll also say this with, with winter squash, you cut them in half. You gut them 
And then you take a peeler and you peel the outside. That's how I roll. Otherwise, you can try to carve off the outside and do whatever, but I'm just telling you. if you Speaking take as experience. someone who thinks he's right. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a lot quicker than trying to take a knife and, and peel the outside, I think. Okay, so speaking of that, I've cooked those in the Instapot before, but I feel like fall is the beginning of official Crock-Pot season. Okay. I mean... We use the Crock-Pot and Instapot all year long, but for some reason, it's just more magical at the, in the fall. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's when you're chilly and you come in and you're like, oh, a bowl of hot soup just sounds so comforting. And the smell just fills the house, you know, good smells. Mm. That is awesome. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, activities for holidays. You can just do this for fun too, anytime. Uh, carving out pumpkins. Don't throw the pumpkins away. Like, don't throw the inside of the pumpkin away. Eat it. <laughs> I know. Our kids... Well, and actually, it ties in with the butternut squash because... So, whenever we have a pumpkin, and a lot of times we'll make, you know, a homemade pumpkin pie from scratch or, or whatever, but we always take the seeds and roast them. Well, the butternut squash seeds look a lot like pumpkin seeds. So, when I was fixing it last time, one of our kids, our eight-year-old... He was like, Mom, I really want to try to roast those and see what they were like. Oh, they were delicious. I think they were even better than pumpkin seeds. They were so good. So, yeah, roasting the seeds. And the kids do all this kind of project. It's perfect on bad weather days, you know, where everybody's inside and you're just kind of looking at each other. You're tired of looking at each other. Oh, so good. Um, It mentions here about Halloween. We don't really like Halloween. I, I just, I don't like scary stuff. I don't like scary movies or whatever. Yeah, but... One of the things that was on here is that you can make your own Halloween costume. So we just don't feel limited to having Halloween as the only day that our kids dress up. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much like, it's a free-for-all. It's a Any- weekly, <laughs> weekly event in our house. We kids celebrating Halloween early. No, no, we just, whatever we're doing, we just dress up and do it. They, their imaginations are just so vivid that they really like. Actually, last night I was on Pinterest with Asher, who he was like, I want to make my own Spider-Man mask. And I was like, we could probably get one at Walmart. <laughs> and he was like, no, Mom. He goes, I want to sew it, and I want to wow. cut out the eyes. And he found some of my craft supplies. He's like, can I use this? And anyway, so it's not even the end result. Right. It's just the process of creating the costume that really just ignites their little imaginations. Okay, just a couple more things. Just just enjoy being outside. The air's cool. It's already dropped. Temperature's dropped here where we live. It's just cooled off. Everybody's like walking around freezing. I'm like, you're in shorts and the boys don't have a shirt on. I was like, put some clothes on. <laughs> like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, find your sweaters. Uh, it says here, learn to knit. I think that would be cool. I just don't know if I'm patient enough to do that right now. <laughs> but... I've really enjoyed talking about the autumn. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that this has given you guys some ideas. I'm going to end with my favorite thing that was on the list. And again, this is something that I don't think has to be reserved for fall. But for some reason, it just seems even more relevant in the fall. And that is sit down and make a list of the things that you're thankful for. Um, in America, we celebrate Thanksgiving in November, and so it b- people become, I feel like, more aware of what they're thankful for this time of year, um, but it's just a great thing to do. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Most of all, we just want you to know that you are valuable and what you do matters. We've got a free planning tool for you if you're interested in starting out your day in a really effective way. You can get a copy of that if you visit us on our website, which is lsfpodcast.com. Justin has recently released a fantastic devotional, and you can get a copy of that. Just check out our Facebook page. If you search for The Less Stressed Family, shoot us a private message, and we'll work out shipping details and that kind of thing with you. Um, And you can connect with us on Shauna's Instagram account. Also, you can connect with us on email. So we've got a new communication method here. If you email us the wood, sorry, okay, start again. Email address is woodfamily at lsfpodcast.com. So we can have a dialogue with you that way as well. I hope that you have a blessed day and we will see you next time. Thank you.